All right, we are live, man. We're rolling, baby. Rolling. We are rolling. Another week. Another exactly. dub. Another we'll dub. get into that. I just exactly. get so excited when we hop on these bad boys. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't just like a, a, a narrow one. That one was a, 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 a demolished one. It oh, was, my gosh. The Grizzlies <laughs> came to mall. Let's just say that. But yeah. we'll get into that. Guys, this is another episode of Fight on Montana with uh, Adam Healy, you know, the one and only. And then I guess just little old me, Angel. You know, oh, so yeah, right. I'm just, you know, a secondary addition to this whole thing over here. So uh, <laughs> what a week. What a week. We'll get into that. But first, we're going to start off with Grizz Update. We're going to go through a Portland State recap. And we're going to finish off uh, the podcast with some Idaho State kind of uh, preview. Um, exactly. So, Adam, you know, take it away, man. You're the, you're the Grizz Update guy. All right, Grizz Update, man. Uh, so, vol or yeah, volleyball. Volleyball yep. only has one game this week, and, and, and you know, it's 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 a it's an important one. Friday, they yeah. play in Bozeman against the Cats. Um, so, I both I believe both teams are two and zero in the conference. And so, yeah, if you can make your way to Bozeman, definitely go support the ladies. They've been playing lights out. Um, probably one of the best conference re- non-conference records in the last 20 years. Um, and so, you know, uh, Miss Miss Lawrence, Coach Lawrence has this team running uh, really yeah. well. Uh, they've got a good group of, of ladies on the team. Um, yeah. So definitely go. If you can't watch it on ESPN Plus, uh, that, that that is a lifesaver, man. Oh, man. It is so nice oh, to, be able to watch it. Oh, sports. goodness. Yeah, you know what? And for the most part, I'm sure there's been a couple of hiccups, but in my yeah. experience is being able to watch some of the games, you know, when I haven't been able to make them. Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty clear, you know, yeah. not a whole lot of connective issues, you know, connection issues, network issues. And so because of that, as a fan, I'm excited. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yep. And so, but going back to volleyball really quick on ESPN Plus, that's big for them. If you guys can't make it out, go support, go listen exactly. to the podcast with Coach, Coach, uh, Coach Lawrence. Um, I mean, what a phenomenal soul, phenomenal person. I'm just really excited for them. So go out and support, you know, like she told us in the podcast, this is going to be the biggest year. That's her anticipation. That's yep. what she's manifesting. So be sure to go out there and support, you know, they need exactly. it just as much as any other sport does. And so, and I mean, they're surrounded by a great group of women. So I'm really excited for them. Well, and if you can't make it to Bozeman, you know, this next coming week, they're going to have a, a slew of games in Missoula. Yeah. So uh, I know if you can't make it to Bozeman, definitely, you know, hit hit up some games here in the next couple weeks uh, in Missoula against volley- for volleyball. So. Perfect, um, perfect, perfect. Next one, man. Soccer. Soccer started their conference uh, play. Uh, they got off to a good start with a, a 2-1 win at Sacramento State. Uh, they did a quick turnaround, flew to Portland State, and lost one to, or zero to one or one to nil, whatever you want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are—they've got some big games coming in this weekend. Friday, they are at home against Idaho, um, and if I recall, Idaho is pretty—I think they're undefeated in the conference. And then on Sunday, they play Eastern Washington. Um, the Idaho game's at three o'clock. Eastern Washington's at one. Uh, so definitely go support them because it, it's crazy, man. It feels like they just started, but I believe they only have like six more games. Is it really? Gosh, so I'll, it I'll, I'll check on that, but I believe they only have like six more conference games, and then they go right into their, you know, the non the conference tournament, and then hopefully, you know, if they make it, you know, they go into the postseason. So, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing but support and love there, man. I mean, Coach C. 
I mean, gotta love that guy. Again, we had an opportunity to get him on the podcast too. Um, so if you guys get a second, you know, want to get to know him a little bit as a coach, his philosophy behind it, you know, make sure to check out that interview too, man. I mean, I have nothing but respect um, and admiration for that man. Yep. Six games, mm-hmm. six games left with those two six. that we we're talking about this week. That's six total games left. Perfect, man. Dan, exactly. crazy. Flying by. Flying by. Um, and then softball. Softball has their kind of fall season. And I don't know if it counts against their record or if they're just exhibition games. Um, yeah. but they had some last week. Uh, this week, uh, Saturday, I believe they played Columbia Basin, Miles City Community College, and then also Carroll College as well. Um, and so you can, guys can watch those games on Saturday and Sunday. Um, definitely go support them at, in Missoula. And, yeah, from they, they run a, an amazing program for softball. Um, I, I still want to go to a, a game, but watching it online, watching it through ESPN Plus, uh, they definitely it, it's an amazing program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you think about the grand scheme of like you know when they actually started the program, they're a relatively young program. They haven't oh, been yeah. around for you know decades and decades. You know, yeah. I think they're what was it? I think my first year, I think they were what two years into the program in twenty fifteen. I you know, so, so something yeah. I think it might, it might, I mean, I could be wrong. It might have been yeah. maybe two, three, four, you know, but kind of in that realm. They're a fresh program. And so uh, yeah. the fact that they already have a conference championship under their belt and they're performing it the way they are. Um, yeah, I'm excited for them, man. I got to make yeah. it. I, I got to make it out to the game this year for sure. Exactly. Uh, men's tennis. They have the Utah Invitational down in Salt Lake City uh, this Friday through Saturday. Uh, so wish them the best and they'll be playing some stiff competition probably some Pac-12 schools, and so we wish them the best. Mm-hmm, exactly, man. Good luck to you, boys. And um, girls. And, well, I think it's just men's tennis. I think the women's tennis are, is the following week. I think they have them staggered. Right okay, now. so okay, the flip-flop. Yep. And then uh, cross-country men's and women's uh, cross-country have the Montana Open here in Missoula on Friday, so uh, you're going to be seeing some runners. So, uh be sure to look out for them and cheer them on this weekend and this Friday. So definitely that, that's, that sport is something that if I was like back in my younger days, I would have done that. Cause I, I have a, a passion for running. I know it doesn't look like it, <laughs> but <laughs> I do love to run it. You just find your like kind of mental area and just, just run it. it. It's, it's awesome. So dude, all running does is give me a nightmare. So I'll let, <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you be, you know, the the actual fan that actually participates in that, but I I go. can't get behind you know getting up in the morning and be like you know what sounds nice seven miles today you know what I mean <laughs> it just it's not in my I'm I'm sorry guys it's not in my structure my DNA but I mean nothing but love and respect you know because that is a, a different type of sport that I just you know I struggle with exactly exactly so um, next one the Eagle Invitational this is for golf so they have an Eagle Invitational. This was last or Monday. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so do not have those. I can pull those up here real quick. But and then they also have on Monday and Tuesday the Big O Classic in Oak Hills uh, Country Club in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, so definitely go support the golf team. Um, just trying to get here and get the results of their past their past one on the Eagles Invitational. Live stats, come on. I Sorry wonder is there a way to is there a way to stream those too? I mean, 
you know, do they stream their games. I haven't seen anything. Or I guess you don't call it a game. What do you call it? A match? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's an invitational. I think they call it an invitational. I have no clue. Dude, I have no idea. Um, I just play. I just play for the booze. Yeah, <laughs> So it looks like if they, if I'm reading this right, it well, that looks like it's no, it's not in alphabetical order because it says Eastern Washington, Montana State, Montana. And then Weber State, huh. Idaho State, Portland State, CSU, Bakersfield, Utah Tech, Whitworth, Idaho, and Gonzaga. So huh. I don't know if that's the order and how they finished. Um, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. They really don't. They don't really give you very much information. Usually, they just say eight out of ten, and they give you a recap. There, this one, they're just giving you like a a shot of the golf course. Uh-huh. and the team so uh, we'll get back to it good luck to those guys though exactly you know, we'll, we'll figure that out exactly exactly so uh yeah that is grizz updates man dude sweet oh my goodness there's so much going on it's crazy every single week the grizz updates get longer and longer it is it, it, it's a good thing I, I like you know paying homage, oh, yeah. tribute to the the people that you know don't always get you know the the treatment of football or basketball but uh We've got some work to do because we want to get some other the, the other coaches on, you know, definitely softball, get some other lacrosse. You know, lacrosse yeah. is getting big and, and hockey, you know, uh, mm-hmm. get some of those um, people on as well. So, yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, just being able to understand their perspective, because I mean, from one coach to another, from one player to the next, you know, you, you there's just so many different philosophies. You know, and I think just listening to those guys speak, you can take so much from them and really kind of feel inspired, you know. And yeah. I think it provides a little bit of a piece of a place of comfort to know, hey, you know what, there's not one way to do it right. You know, you can make it your own, stay true to who you are as, you know, as a coach, as a player, as a person, and still come out on top. And I think uh, I think through this journey of just being able to record, I think that's one of the things that really kind of sticks out to me. You know, there's no one way of doing it, and you can be no. true to yourself regardless of it. So, again, man, you know, some good things in the works really excited for the future, you know, of just this university, this program, this state, you know, this city. So, um, yeah, good things in the works for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's talk about, you know, this weekend, man. Uh, it was a mauling, like we said, man, breaking Dude, down that Grizzlies came to stay. This was a special game for me. Can I tell you why, Adam? You tell me because you lost this to is... in your last, uh, homecoming. I mean that too, but I'm talking about <laughs> from a fan perspective. Okay, okay. This was the first game where I was completely sober, and I oh, say wow. that I say that with pride. You there know, you it's really easy to go to those tailgate spots where everybody's drinking beer and passing around tequila. And you know me, I love my tequila. Thank you know you. what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard to say. So I actually intentionally was like, I'm going on a little bit of kind of a sober you know, kind of sprint here for the next couple of months, you know, yeah. then I may sprinkle in a couple of days here and there, but not, you know, not anything what I have been doing in the past. I think I'm in that place where I really want to challenge myself. You've heard of the term sober October. I'm going to try to be sober-ish until the end of the year, you know, to really kind of hopefully, you, you know, cut some of this football wake down because I'm still a pretty big boy. Um, but it was special for me, man, simply because um, I always felt like I had to be drinking in order to have a good time. But, I I completely sober, like I told you, and I had the time of my life. It was awesome. such a fun game to go to. The atmosphere was electric. You know, the choppers flying over the stadium. The that was, doof, that doof, was doof, sweet. Doof. That was How sweet. cool was that? that you was know, sweet. 
players coming out juiced, fans coming in just, ooh, I mean, you literally, you felt it, you know, even, yeah. I mean, even at halftime, people were like, I can't wait to get back in there. I yeah. can't wait to get back in there, you know? So it was special to me from a fan perspective because I was truly able to obviously immerse myself, but not have to even think about, oh man, if I was drinking this would be much, much more fun. Yeah. I had the time of my life where there were several where I was drunk. It was, it, it was a good time to see. And that's what made it so special to me, just being, being immersed in that community in that whole environment and really just taking it for what it is and ass whooping. And it was, it was, it was great to see, man. It was great to see. I guess, Adam, what are your initial thoughts of the game? Well, my initial thoughts, you know, the, the, the choppers were amazing. I showed my son and he was like, why didn't we go? (laughs) So he was like pissed off that he missed the choppers. Um, So yeah, I was in the dark. Should I be pissed off too? I know. Right. Um, So yeah, that, that was my initial thoughts. It was kind of funny, but Oh man, uh, dominating uh, first half. I think the second half kind of we kind of slowly kind of you know did our work to get done to to put up a W. Um, but yeah, let, you want to talk about the the first half and like just offense right now, man? What a what a first half for hundred percent, hundred percent of fifteen. I believe one hundred and seventy five yards. Uh, yeah played perfect and 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 none of those uh, not all those balls were perfect you got to give the wide receivers credit because the one that i'm thinking of is flowers where he had to basically like turn like halfway around and like lay out where it was thrown behind him uh was pretty amazing um yeah. and so it, it wasn't like a perfect pass passing rating i would think i would say for johnson but it was um but the wide receivers really helped him out as well uh but man it, that the 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 offense was clicking the pace was good we got some of the running going with Harris having that 64 yard run um it, it was really good it, it was it, it really kind of was like oh okay this is this is our offense this is what we can do um and then you know it kind of the second half it kind of kind of not like died but we missed some of the reads i don't know if it was um just the game plan of portland are you State. talking about third quarter Third quarter, yeah, uh, and then you know it was just it wasn't as crisp, I would say, as as the first half was, um, hmm. and so you know that then might be me coming from like basically like a a perfect first half to like a second half where it, well, there wasn't as many fireworks, there wasn't as many things going on, um, but I think that the, some of the reads were. Um, miss as well with the run pass option that I think that there could have been a whole lot more running in the second mm-hmm. half than there was. Um, but I, one, one of the things that I, I I'm really looking forward to this uh, next week, which I'll get into and I, I'll stop there because I don't want to give that away just yet, but yeah. What were your thoughts on the offense, Rangel? Well, let's, let's bring it back to literally the first series, obviously, okay. you know, special teams mistake. They, you know, scored in, I I think they were on the 15-yard line and 10-yard line, something like that. So it was a pretty easy score for them. They're juiced. They think that they have their leg up, you know, even though it's only been one drive for them. What I was more impressed with was the offense's poise coming, you know, kind of bouncing back from that. You know, again, pissed off, poised, and you can tell, you know, the kind of way that I was thinking of it. I mean, it wasn't a flinch. It wasn't a blink. It was literally, hey, let's group up. Let's go do what we got to do. It's us versus us. It's not us versus them. And you felt that from the first play. 
you know, that Lucas was out there. You know, as far as his performance, man, 14 for 14 at the half. I mean, two touchdowns, one rushing. I mean, 221 yards. Yeah. I mean, what else could you ask for from a quarterback? You know, to yeah. really kind of be flawless, you know, that first half. The second half, yeah, maybe there was a there was a couple of plays that it, but I mean, but that's just us being nitpicky. I mean, he still ended yeah. up the day for 20 for 26. Again, two touchdowns, one rushing. I mean, how, you know, as a fan, it was a different level of comfort that I felt for our quarterback this yeah. game. You know, yeah. I think the first three games as, uh, you know, he was under that kind of scrutiny. He was under, that you know, that kind of looking glass to really kind of see what kind of quarterback are you? Are you are you, are you hype? Are, are you serious? You know, what can we expect from you in, you know, kind of pressure situations? And as soon as, you know, they scored that touchdown and he came out there and literally drove it down the field for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Literally, I was just like, you know what, Angel, F, F you, F myself. You know <laughs> what I mean? For even thinking about th- those sort of things in the first place. The dude's a real deal. I all have right. nothing but confidence in him. And I think he showed that to, you know, all of Grizz Nation. You know, moving along throughout the game, one of the things that stands out is that everybody got some type of touch. Everybody got some they type did. of touch. I mean, Harris got a touchdown. Marcus got a touchdown, which was really awesome. See, we'll get to that. Roberts yep. got a touchdown. Fonts got a touchdown. You know, Bergen took one back to the house. You know, I mean, uh, two points for the safety, nine points for Ramos. So the kicking game <laughs> kind of questions, you know, how giving got a touchdown too. Exactly. I mean, when you think about a complete domination, it wasn't a good game. It was a badass game. That was a mauling. That wasn't a win. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, even come kind of reflecting on my conversation with you from last week, talking about that flex defense and how it could potentially bring up some problems. It, I mean, it, again, F, F you, Angel. F you, Angel, for even <laughs> thinking that they were going to have some type of problems. You know, There, I'm there wasn't head. any problems at all. No, and again, what I, so, I said last week, I said, hey, this is a game up to the offensive line to be, really be able to give Johnson that time. I mean, yeah. he gave him all the time that he needed to make those plays and feel comfortable back there. You know, especially against a defense that's a little bit of a tricky one, you know, mm-hmm. with yep. those kind of backers walking up, showing you that look, again, forced to kind of be confusing at some points. I think the offensive line did an awesome job. And, again, they're just p- pigging back on every single week. Every single week you see that that unit, specific unit get a little bit better, Gross. a little bit better. Yep. Yep. And they put it on themselves, you know. Yep. And so this was a different type of team that I've seen this week from the previous three. And it's it's it's, it's going upward, baby. It's going yeah. nothing but upward. Yeah. So when I think about the whole game, again, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Consistent, you know, Mitch Roberts, how fucking cool was that, you know, to really kind of see him kind of break out this senior season, you know? Harris having some some success in the ground game because I feel like traditionally for the past, you know, even when I was there, there, you know, I think one of the things that we always kind of struggled with was, you know, at, at certain points out throughout the season was just the run game. You know, we can we can pass protect our asses off, you know, to give the quarterback time. But one of the things that we needed to continuously develop was that run game. And you know what? I mean, still, again, you know, we're four games into the season. We still got a lot of football left to play, which is a beautiful part about it. You know, but I mean, I'm I'm real optimistic, man. I mean, my expectations have just went to the next level seeing these guys and absolutely punish these guys, you know, play after play after play. And even though the third quarter, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a little bit of slower kind of that third quarter coming out in half. I mean, when yeah. I think about the game, I don't think you could really have almost uh, – I mean, there's a couple of things here and there, but it's damn near the game that you want to shoot for every single week as far as, you know, execution on all three phases. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would I would uh, agree with that too. Um, it's just going from one half to the other, I think it's just my my fan and me wanting more and wanting more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like I, I would totally agree with you. Lucas Johnson, I think that there was that pressure of, hey, 
what is this guy going to look like? We know what he can do. We've seen it a little bit on San Diego State. Now we've seen it four games. He's pretty much been pretty consistent of what you're going to get. You're going to get some running touchdowns. You're going to get some throwing touchdowns. You're going to get a guy that kind of uh, can do anything and everything um, and, and seems to be a pretty good leader uh, and mm-hmm. guys rally around him. So, um, you know, not to bash any of the quarterbacks that we've had recently, but it looks like we've stepped up in that area from last year. Not to say Cam Humphreys wasn't an awesome quarterback because he was. He was a great leader as well. Um, and he would die and lay out his whole body out there for you. Um, but I, I think that, you know, our play there has um, gone up. And, and totally, I, th- this line is developing. It's getting me excited because we're going to have this line for a while. You know, yeah. Hunter and AJ and, you know, Liam and uh, Brandon Casey, they're going to be here next year unless something mm-hmm. else happens that I don't know of. Uh, we'll lose Walker, but I, those are those four guys will be here next year. That's just more development together. Um, I just think that, you know, we get two more games until, you know, and I hate to say this, our actual schedule starts, <laughs> but it is, you know, we've got Idaho state this week and we've got Idaho the next week, which they're in the top 25. And that's that team does kind of scare me um, just because they're kind of like that sleeping giant that could awaken with their, you talk about Idaho. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I, I, I just think that we can develop, keep on developing the line, keep on getting better in every facet, not get hurt, uh, not get one of those, you know, players hurt where where we're lacking some area um i think great things can happen i mean i'm i'm getting more anticipating a longer run in the playoffs each and every week (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah man i mean and like i just kind of going back to what i said at the beginning i mean you really kind of see when things don't go as planned you know the character the true character team starts to show up you know and 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 i think i think we saw this week the grid show up you know, again, every facet of, you know, offense, defense, special teams, you know, regardless of what's happening on the field, they got up and they said, all right, let's play, let's go after it, you know, yeah, kind of a, you know, a one-eyed mentality of, of, hey, don't look, don't look back, just keep looking forward, you know, yep. keep, 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 keep chasing what we're kind of looking to accomplish. And at the end of the game, it's a win. It doesn't matter. One of the big, the bad, I mean, one of the, I guess, you know, just like even post game. You know, I think uh, there was a click when a, a clip when they were in the locker room and they give uh, they give Robbie the stick and he got congratulated yep. by his uncle and yep. and and you know uh, a lot of the guys were like speech 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 mm-hmm. and one of the things that you expect in that because obviously you know being an all time you know tackle for the University of Montana I mean huge accomplishment oh, yeah. and on top of that having I mean that is the first time and probably the only time I oversee you know a return like that from Robbie. You know, oh, yeah. to end the half like that, you know, on a special teams. I mean, absolutely incredible to see, you know, and, and they, were, they were yelling for him to give a speech. And he said, you know what? The nice thing about being 1-0 is that we get the chance to be 2-0. He didn't yeah. take that time to start boasting about himself and how he's so thankful and this and that. I'm sure he is. Don't get me wrong. But oh, yeah. I think one of the coolest things was, hey, you know what? We have an opportunity to go 2-0. and we got to yeah. be focused on the mission. It's not about the accolades. It's not about, you know, this individual, individualistic, you know, awards that you're kind of seeking after. They just come with the game, you know, mm-hmm. but we have an opportunity to go 2-0. We're 1-0 this week. Now let's go chase that. And that, exactly. I mean, again, that just shows the character of this team. That shows the type oh, of yeah. guys. And again, like I said earlier, you know, I, the expectation is at another level. I've, I've raised it simply yeah. because I was able to see, 
you know, the trust that they've had in each other. I was able to see the comfort that they had in each other and the relationship that they're starting to develop. And you're seeing that in the play. And I mean, again, there's, I mean, I can go on and on about how proud I am of this team, you know, thus far and how excited I am going forward. Well, and it, it just kind of speaks to it because I'm thinking, you know, like what you said off of Robbie, and you think of this senior class that they have, like they're developing that that attitude, they're developing yeah, yeah. that, you know, expectation in those younger guys that is only going to build and build and build. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's exciting because, you know, that's, you know, four years, that's another senior class. And, and they're, they're going to be, hey, remember when this happened, we this is how we do it. Um, yeah. And so it, it's exciting. That's a culture. That's what you yeah. want out of this game, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing that I think, uh, you know, just kind of reflecting on on where kind of the program has when I started all the way up until mm-hmm. right now. I mean, strides, strides ahead, yep. strides ahead, you know? And you well, see that in these players. They have an expectation, and there's no compromise to it. Yeah. It's not, hey, maybe we can lose a couple games and still come out on top. No, it's, hey, we're going balls to the walls. We're, we're going to be grizzly bears, and we're going to maul these people every yep. chance that we get. We're going to get off the field. We're going to celebrate as a team, keep each other accountable, keep each other safe, you know, and then do it all over again the next week, you know. Well, and I think that sacrifice is 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 that you always hear about athletes given. You, you're seeing it pay it off. And, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's only four games in the season. We have a long season ahead of us, you know. But, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was a special weekend for me, and I know it was a special weekend for those guys. Yeah, and definitely, you know, you think of, like, the culture and stuff like that. North Dakota State has that, right? And, you know, that's why they've been able to go nine of the last ten national championships. You know, and we're Mm -hmm. trying to build that up where it was back in the early 2000s where, you know, we were probably the, you know, visual of what what people wanted to be like. You know, we Mm -hmm. made three straight, I believe, three straight national championships. We didn't – we won two of them in that era of 2001 and and then 95 um so you know we consistently got to semifinals consistently got to the national championship game um and so it is it seems like it's heading back that way um but we've got like you said we've got a lot of football to go um a lot of things can happen uh they've they've got to keep on developing and continuing to work hard um but man i love watching our defense I, I mean, love watching our defense. I mean, even I mean, you even think about you know traditional play oh. um, as opposed to modern play. I mean, it's fun for everybody. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You know, you you can be an old head that that played in the NFL. You know, in the sixties, seventies, and eighties when there was literally it's it's free game right now. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, go ahead, head to head contact. Go ahead, get, reach for the mat for, for for the face mask and those sort of things, and so. I mean, even talking to some of those guys that are from that type of era, I mean, it's nothing but fun to see. Mm-hmm. They enjoy it just as much as, you know, they used to enjoy it back in the day, you know, because that's one of the criticisms that you hear in today's world. It's too soft. It's too soft. We're in a different world. It's not the same game. And granted, there's some things that have been put in place in order to protect the players that I'm 100% for. I understand why those rules are kind of put in place. But yeah. even to those guys that are a lot more traditional, I mean, they're having the time of their life just watching these guys bully on some people. And that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it cool. Exactly. Well, just in the pressure that we got on their quarterbacks, you know, it, it, you, you could tell that we are in their quarterback's head, both of them, right? <laughs> their starting quarterback that got pulled at the second half, and then their other one that kind of, 
I, I felt horribly bad for because he didn't have a chance, man. He did his mm. best. He he stuck in some hits and threw the ball where I was like, oh my lord, um, some of the hits that he took. Uh, but we consistently got pressure on them. What one thing that I kind of took from it was uh, I was kind of surprised that the second the start of the second half they didn't have their starting quarterback because their starting quarterback was able to use his legs when we would rush him and kind of get away and kind of scramble for some yardage. I was really surprised that they they didn't let him continue that because that was getting them some yards. Um, what they did in the second half was, it was, I don't know why, and I'm not a coach. I can't really understand why they would pull because he wasn't hurt. Um, cause he came back in the middle of the third, or I, I believe, and played a, a down or a series. Um, but it, it was, it was amazing, um, to see the tenacity, to see the, just the coverage of people going to the ball and, and ball hawking it. Um, you know, the second half lockdown again of, of the yardage, uh, it was, it was amazing to see. And, you know, hopefully Braxton is, is okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him back out there, but I did, um, hear some people saying that they saw him on the sidelines kind of running around. Um, so that's always a good thing, but hope that he's okay. Um, uh, one thing that is nice about that is we've got a lot of guys that can fill that spot next guy up. Math, uh, Michael Matthews, Tyler Flink, uh, Libra Janicaro. So uh, next guy up, and and here we go. Hundred percent. That's yeah. Like you said, that is going to provide him, you know, a little bit, kind of relieve that pressure. Let him know, hey, you know what? My brother right next to me, or the, the my brother right behind me, I yeah. trust him to do just as good a job, or maybe even potentially better. You know. Yeah. And so again, you know, speedy recovery. Take your time. It's one of those things. Is your body pays the bills. Yep. And as athletes, when you're actually out there on the field, you don't realize that because you want to do more for the team. You want to do more for the university, for your for, for your brothers out there. You know, yep. but ultimately, if, if you're crippled and you and you can't play or if you're hurt and injured and not not like banged up, there's a difference between banged up and actually being injured and hurt, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and actually injured. You know, take that time to really kind of take care of your body. And that's exactly. probably I mean, this is just for athletes out there that that, that are maybe still in high school. You know, maybe even some guys that are that are that are on the team, or maybe that that, that decide to you know play at different universities. You know, take care of your body because your body pays the bills. And as exactly. soon as you stop, your body stops paying the bills. That's when things go sideways for you. You know, yeah. and so again, um, one of the things that I wanted to point out is that I this quarterback, like you had mentioned, he's mobile. You yeah. know, he made some plays with his legs, but I was really impressed at how the defense was able to handle him, kind of contain him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he got out for a couple runs here and there, but for the most part, I mean, they held him really yeah. well. Yeah. And when you think about it, I mean, when uh, that's a that's the beautiful part, and then what makes it tough for defenses is when you add an extra layer, you know, mm-hmm. of, of, of actual coverage that you need to be, you know, intentional for and, and aware of. And I think they they handled it really, really, really well. Yeah. Well, and they they had the their running back that was like what two forty. Yeah, big boy. Uh, they didn't they didn't use him very much. Uh, no. They used him a couple of downs in the first beginning of it where they're in the red zone, but yeah, uh, and they didn't use him very much. So it was kind of a nice to see. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was it was it was a good game, man. And just the 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 Hauk run back of the field goal was mm-hmm. so like logistically just like perfect. Like you know, like I'm gonna go nerd on you, Tetris, right? 
you're like sliding those uh, the Tetris things around. It was like yeah. perfect. You could just see the wall coming and just perfectly just make a hole. It was beautiful. It's one of those things that we practice that every single week. It doesn't matter the situation, but it would always be in a criteria to make sure that we hit this point at least a few times throughout the week. Every single week. And it was one of those things when I, I used to think, I was like, dude, this is never going to happen to us. You know? <laughs> Yeah. This is, I mean, you saw it one time, you know, everybody obviously knows the infamous kind of Alabama Auburn game, you know, yep. where that actually, but I w never, never expected to actually be able to see that live. And then lo and behold, it happens, you know, it happens again, yeah. it's one of those. And I think, I think coaches may have that same approach because those guys look boxed out there. You oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. You know, some of those linemen, they were, they literally were just trying to jog around and make it look like they were busy, but they had no idea on how to actually be able to handle <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, kudos to Bobby to just being, hey, you know what? You never know when this is going to happen. You never yeah. know where we're going to need this. And we have a game plan for literally every phase of the game. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, another thing, special special teams, you know, Nico got, a, a, I believe, one field goal and got his yeah. – got, got that off his back. And only went, I believe, one for two. He made a 40-yarder, and then I believe he missed a 28. Was it 28, 38, something like that? Some, yeah, something like that, yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. Good for him to get kind of in the, the good graces of, of kicking and stuff like that. So that was always. Yeah. It, you know what? Even on that side of things, you know, like I said, you know, I found I think this weekend I found a lot of comfort in all phases of the game for yeah. what we're able to kind of offer. And that was actually a place that I felt more comfortable with this week. You know, yeah. watching those guys out there, you know, they seemed a little more relaxed, a little bit cooled off, kind of like, OK, I know what I need to do. I know my job. I know, you know, my responsibility. I'm going to go out there and get it done. And uh, just being able to watch those guys, you know, for whatever reason, I, I feel more calm about it. You know, I'm not as I'm not as antsy about it, worried about it. I feel like there's a little bit of peace that kind of washed over me when it comes to, you know, the King game and obviously, you know, every other phase, too, you know. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I guess, so, Adam, what was your favorite part about the whole game? What did you enjoy most about it? Uh, it was not losing to you again this week, but again, we'll get to that again. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I love watching the defense just wreak havoc on on people, and you can just see it when they when they just when you when uh, Patrick O'Connell got a couple of those hits on that quarterback, and you can literally see his demeanor and see his body change. Mm -hmm. That is like the ultimate, like just like satisfaction to me, like to see, oh, that they, they, they know, they know, they're they know, they know that they're folding. They know that that this is gonna be how it is the rest of the game. Um, and you know, I, I'm so proud of just just the the wide receiver group, man. Th this group has an amazing core of guys, and they could be, you know, saying, hey, I need the ball, I need the ball. None of them are doing that. From what I know, they are very positive. They're always, you know, I saw, you know, Fonts come up to um, Mitch Mitch Roberts and give him a high five, say good job. They're always cheering each other on. Um, it, it's really nice to see that, that they're a unit and not just a bunch of individuals. And so something that kind of stuck out to me as well. Um, it, 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 I can't just choose one thing. There's just so many things to 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 like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, you know, kind of when I think about it, man, I think my favorite part of the game was that fourth quarter final four or five minutes. It yeah. honestly truly was. And so obviously, I mean, it's really easy to kind of, I mean, once you get rolling on something, 
it's 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 pretty easy to continue that, you know, especially when they're down so bad and the defense is kicking their ass, you know, kind of punching them in the face type of mentality. Yep. But what I liked is as soon as they start putting in their twos and the threes, I mean, literally up until the final whistle, they oh, were yeah. driving it 15, 10 yards, 12 yards. You saw yep. Isaiah Childs, you know, just out there, you know, literally standing up yelling because he's, you know, so full of excitement and probably testosterone too, man. The dude's a beast, oh, you man. know? And you Jeez. see that you see Chris out there making some plays. You know, you yeah. see, you know, the second team offensive line, the third team, you know, sprinkling some of those guys. Literally just still kicking the shit out of these guys. Exactly. You know, literally up until they decided to go to victory formation with less than a minute to go, they were giving him the business. And that is my that was single handedly my most favorite part about the game. I mean, it was cool to see how the offense responded, especially when we were down seven zero after that first possession. Yep. You know. It was cool to see Robbie take it back again. A special, special day for that oh, guy. Man. A special day for the defense just in general. Um, but I think that was my favorite part about it. You know, just having some of the young guys get into the rotation, seeing Chris back down back there too. You know, feeling looking cool as a cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was yeah. there was no answer stress in his in, in his mind, and he played some really good you know ball those last couple of minutes. And seeing Isaiah run the ball, I think that was literally just taking the will out of them. You know, to oh, want to yeah. be there. He hit some I holes, think, man. He hit some guys too, and I'm like, oh my lord! Like he, yeah, whew. yeah, yeah. He's only a sophomore too. Oh, dude, man, that that's you know that that's a good segue. You know, we have we got a, a question from um, our guy, our guy, beware of the D on Egris. Um, he's just writes in, hey, I know we kind of touched on it last week, guys, but do you guys have any speculation on on the lack of carries for Marcus Knight? Um, I've watched a bit of South Dakota State and North Dakota State play this year. From what I see, they are very good and physical, both on offense and defensive lines of the scrimmage. However, their offenses don't look as dy- dynamic as ours. Obviously, I'm not a football coach. This is solely based on the general uh, fan eye test. What do you guys think? Where do we stand with other teams right now? Um, you know, the, with, with Marcus' situation, um, it, it's going to be hard. Like, honestly, it's it's going to be hard to find carries for everybody. You know, you've got four backs that are all jogging for position on who's going to get the carries. And I honestly don't think it's like, hey, we've got to go with the hot hand because they're automatically just kind of going through. Um, one person will get a series, one won't. Um, and so it is kind of alarming for to me that he's not getting as many carries because the, the, the whole thing is, is they say he's 80%, he's 80%. But if, if you're not giving him carries, he's not going to get to that hundred percent. And tell me if I'm wrong here. That's what my thing is, is you've got to work him back. The only the way that you're going to be able to work him back is to show him some time. That's a tough one for me, man. Yeah. If I'm being honest with you, you know, I guess, I'm a little bit in a confused state right now, you know. Yeah. I um, I guess the the fan and knowing Marcus, I, I there's there's I know that he's worked so hard to get back on the field. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I I, I don't want to say that it's a strategy thing because I I wholeheartedly believe that they want to put Marcus in. I I feel like they want to give him more touches, more opportunities. Yeah. But it, so that leads me to believe, you know. Um, if there's something going off, if there's something going on, like you said, if he's not a hundred percent, 
you know, again, you're, I mean, you, you, I, I, I get what you're trying to say of if he is 80% in order for him to get back into hundred percent, he needs to get into a groove of being out there. Yeah. I a hundred percent understand that, but dealing with injury, I think it's a little more complicated than that. I really, really do. You know, yeah. and I think that's where I'm struggling. I don't know if it's because it, I, again, I don't want to believe it's a strategy thing. I, you know, I, I don't want to hope that it's an injury thing, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it is a little bit kind of a, a, a mind boggling question of, of what's kind of going on there. You yeah. know, I, everybody knows that he's, you know, talented. Oh, yeah, extremely very talented. talented. Yeah. You know, he, he's taken a lot of time and effort to, you know, to gain weight, to get bigger, to get stronger, to get faster, yep. you know, so I'm kind of wondering what's going on with that. And it's hard for me to answer that question simply because I don't know, you know, and I wish I had an answer. Um, I think it'd provide, you know, kind of a wave of peace for me and all the fans out there, but that's a tough question. I want to see him get more into the rotation, but at the end of the day, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, you know, behind those curtains. I I don't know if he's going through stuff. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if it's just one of those things where, Hey, maybe he's just not getting into the rotation as much. You know, maybe maybe because of the injury, you know, he may be a little bit, maybe not the same type of player. That's fine. That's what happened to me. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't the same player after my injuries. But I, I don't want to speak on that simply because I don't know. And I really just hope that he that he's okay. You know, yeah. I think one of the things that I, that I hope for is just maybe a little bit more on that mental side of things. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure he's finally some demons just trying to figure out. And again, I may be totally wrong. You know, we have a relationship with Marcus's yeah. dad. I have a personal relationship with yeah. Marcus. You know, so I don't mean this in any type of bad way, but I just I hope I hope that he's holding up okay if he is going through something. You know, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it just it, I don't know. It, it hasn't affected his play on 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 the field. It hasn't affected his demeanor, and I, I wouldn't expect that from Marcus um, either, just because of the, the guy that he is, um, the ultra competitor that he is. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. we, we 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 can you know throw you know, food at the wall and see what sticks, but we, we're not going to know that we're not going to, and they're not going to tell yeah. us that either. So um, I'm every week, I'm hoping he gets more carries and gets worked into the, to the, whatever they're, they're doing out there with, with the guys that they have. Um, usually what I, what I've seen is they usually go with Osmo in the beginning of it. Uh, and so that's, that kind of goes to me, my point of, well, it can't be just working him back in then because Osmo was hurt too. Um, not as as a bad of, of, a, of an injury, you know, a broken foot is not an ACL. Yeah, and it affects everybody a little bit it differently too. Differently, you know? yeah. yeah. And but, so, and so, I mean, I mean, that is a point, you know, Osmo's back in the rotation a little more aggressively. And that's not to say that, you know, Osmo and Harris and those guys don't deserve an opportunity to no, be in that no. rotation. They a hundred percent do. Those guys are dogs. Yeah. They're animals, exactly. you know. But you know, just thinking about you know, kind of that Cinderella story for Marcus. How cool would it, would it be for him to just really kind of finish out the season extremely strong? Exactly. You know, from from what he's been through, from his journey, from his story, being able to finish it, you know, in a way where he's up on top. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing more beautiful than that. It's poetic, and you know, in some sense. And so, again, there, it, it, you, you can, like you said, you can throw so many things at it. You know, they're probably all going to be wrong. We don't know what's, happen- what's going on behind those closed doors, but all we can hope is, you know, as the season progresses, he does get a little more touches. He does get a little yeah. more time, you know, simply yeah. because he's a fantastic player. He deserves to be out there just like anybody else. And so does Harris and so does Osmo. So at the end of the day, none of that matters because I know these guys are more focused on just getting a, a win. And yeah. if that means that there's, there's sacrifices that need to be made, 
I know those guys will do it in a heartbeat. I can't say that about every single player that I've ever met in my career, but I know mm -hmm. those guys on the field are, are, are worried about, hey, if we come out of this on top, you know, that's all that's going to matter. Exactly, exactly. Well, and one thing that, you know, kind of goes into it too is I would love to see, you know, the, the first game that we had at home, they, they did the double back, uh, the double back in the backfield. I would love to see more of that where they have – uh, Marcus and Xavier Harris or, you know, Osmo and Harris um, back there with uh, Lucas Johnson, just to throw another wrinkle, you know, do the run pass option with both of them. I don't know how that would look like because I'm not <laughs> a coach by any means, um, but maybe that would help, you know, get more carries for the both of them. I don't know. Um, and, and and one of these things is, you know, kind of looking at this first front of the season, you know, um, What's really going to matter is the second half of the season, you know. Yeah. Um, everybody's under the expectation, you know, that these first, you know, five, six games, they're going to be kind of a breeze, you know, to yeah. kind of yep. be able to go through and those sort of things. And the, the expectation is to win. And that's the expectation yeah. every single week, but especially for the first half of the season, you know. And so it might even be something that, hey, you know what, we just want to make sure that he's okay for the back end of the season, you know, because yeah. as the season progresses, that's when, as a coach, you need to be more dynamic. Yep. You need to start figuring out where your strengths are as an offense, defense, special teams, and where your weaknesses are and where you need to kind of excel and improve. Yep. And so, I, I mean, kind of going back to the question that we were asked a little bit earlier, I agree. I don't think NDSU and SDSU, they're as dynamic as us. You know what's going to go. You know what's happening. You, yep. know, you know what that expectation is. It's mean. It's ground and pound. And the nice part about that is that we can do that, but we can also – you know, play to the weaknesses of potential, you know, opponents. Yep. And so because of that, I, you know, I'm hopeful as the season progresses, we'll, we'll just get more and more dynamic because we have players in every single position to be able to do that. We have athleticism, we have strength, um, we have beef up front. There's no reason why we can't take advantage of some of those weaknesses that maybe NDSU or SDSU has. And as you guys can kind of see, you know, they're not perfect. You know, no. don't get a, don't no. get me wrong. Neither are we. But this we can show that hey, you know what? There's some vulnerability there. There's some flaws potentially. There's some gaps that you know we can maybe take advantage of. And you know that's the beautiful part about that. You know, we well, have a yeah. lot of time before we get there. Exactly. You know, North Dakota State. I I totally think that uh, they play. They were like old Montana, right? Old Montana. We're gonna run it down your throat until you just give up and we're going to run, 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 run. They do pass. They do use play action pass a whole heck of a lot. Um, but you're not scared of their play action pass. That's how they get big chunks of yardage because you think they're going to run it all the time, but they're, they, they play a system. They live and die by their system. You know, they're going to run it a lot. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. they're not, I, I don't think they're not able to play different, uh, modes or different uh, abilities, they're going to play what they are going to play. They're not going to throw it for 300 yards. That that's that's not their game. They're not. They're going to run it. Um, South Dakota State, I think, it is kind of a, a a little bit closer to us in how they play the game. That you know they have a good defensive line. They have a good offensive line. They have uh, running backs that are really good. 
I think they're more susceptible to kind of throw the ball a little bit more if they need to. So you think you think as far as you know, kind of apple for apple, we match up against South Dakota State a little bit better than than we do. Well, North no, I would State. say just like like our our total scheme of things, like our team um, is more mirror mirroring South Dakota State than it is North Dakota State and how they play. Um, now, do we think? To, to be able to beat North Dakota State, because that's what it's going to come down to. Sorry, guys. Uh, North Dakota State's going to be in the championship game. And if we get there, hopefully we're playing them uh, because I want to beat them <laughs> and because I, because I, I, I'm not playing. So that's, that's, that's the fan in me. Um, but to be able to beat North Dakota State, you have to look at James Madison. Uh, look at, I, I believe Sam Houston State beat him too. Uh, I may I may be wrong, but what, how were they able to play that game? Well, they didn't run. They didn't run it consistently where it was ground and pound. They did not try to beat North Dakota State at what they do best. You're not going to beat them at what they do best. It's just not going to happen. So uh, our team is more able to beat North Dakota State just because we have the ability to throw the ball. We have the ability to kind of mix some different packages in there where it's going to keep them guessing. Their defense also is not as strong, I believe, as it has been in the last couple of years in North Dakota State. Um, and so is this a great year? Like it's lining up to be a, a year where, hey, if we want to beat North Dakota State, this is going to be a, the year to do it just because of how our rosters and their rosters are lining up. Well, we are getting way ahead of ourselves. I know. I'm getting excited, man. I'm way ahead way, of ourselves. Way, way ahead of ourselves. So <laughs> let's let, let's let's go back to you know what Robbie says. The nice part about being one of those is we have a chance to go two and zero. Exactly. No. We can't go from two and zero to thirteen and zero or fourteen. We can't. No. We can't do that, man. Gosh, I mean, as much on, as I love to entertain that conversation, oh, it's just not the right time. We got to be patient with this. <laughs> we got to focus on Idaho State, which is our next opponent, because exactly. you know, Robbie ingrained in my brain, winning is hard. You know, it's winning really, really hard. hard. And so, who knows what's going to happen? You know, three, four, five, six weeks from now. Oh, so, dude. I think. Um, when that time comes, you know, if we get an opportunity to do that, it's something that I'm looking forward to. I know the team's looking forward to it. But right now, you know, it, it, we're focused on Idaho State, which is the beautiful part because we have exactly. a chance to win another game. Exactly. So, you know, let's – thank you, Angel. You are the rock for me in this <laughs> keeping me steered. I was literally um, sitting here and I was like, man, this guy's getting way ahead of himself. I am, I am, man. Ahead. I, I, I've been thinking, man, about this. And, you know, you know, I, I've got a lot of things going on. A lot of things mm -hmm. going on. So, they, Idaho State is our next game, guys. Uh, the is. Bengals, uh, they're 0-4 this, this year. Uh, they played yeah. UNLV 21-52 uh, lost. Uh, they yep. also played San Diego State 38-7 uh, uh, lost. Then they played mm -hmm. uh, Central Arkansas, lost 31-16. to and then last week they played Northern Colorado, which um, Northern Colorado isn't as good as they used to be, but um, they, they got a win. So the UN Northern Colorado got a win 35, 14. They did lose their quarterback. Their starting yeah. quarterback um, was hurt. So they lost their original starting quarterback as well with a, 
uh, Tyler Vanderhall with a hurt shoulder. Uh, Hunter Hayes has been their quarterback for the last couple of games. Um, done okay, you know, 75 of 112. Well, here's games. some news. I mean, here's some news for you. He's he's out this game. They're, they're, yeah, they're starting he's out. Third. So they're on their third string quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Sagan Gronor, uh, last game he finished up 6 or 12 for 52 yards. Uh, his career, he's 84 of 151, five interceptions, four touchdowns, 873 yards. Um, I feel really bad for that guy. I feel really bad for that guy. Like, uh, oh, like thrown in to starting role, like he probably hasn't seen the the field that much at all. Like his career stats have have said, uh, I you could you could probably see them losing another quarterback if this gets kind of out of hand, and we don't want anybody getting hurt. But th- this team, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you go from having a new coach, right? This is a first year of Charlie – can't write – Charlie Ray, I think mm-hmm. his name is. He was from – had time in Arizona and Cal. Um, going from that to losing your first – your second-string quarterbacks, now on to your third-string quarterback – and having one of, if not the best defense in the nation coming to your place mm-hmm. is, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what what he's feeling. Yeah, I mean, the pressure's on. I mean, that's why we love this game. You know, if it wasn't pressure, then, you know, nobody would care about this game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it, it, it adds, you know, just a level of excitement. And I think uh, – I think it's one of those things that he's, you know, I think since that moment that game ended, he's it's been on his mind. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's no question about it. He knows that he's going to be the guy that needs to step up and um who knows? I mean, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of a uh, not the same situation, but I think in uh was it 16 or 17, we played Northern Arizona at our home and uh we ended up going basically to our third string, fourth string quarterback, uh McKenna yeah. Simmons, who used to be a quarterback who at that that point, I think it might have been his senior year, maybe junior year, he converted to a right receiver. And so during that game, and we were playing Northern Arizona, and they were, I think they were ranked, and they had uh, Case Cookies. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. So they had him. Is that the game that he uh, got ejected for targeting? That game, he got ejected for targeting, dude. And as he was leaving the stadium, he was flipping off everybody, you know, throwing a bunch of F-bombs. I mean, it was great to see. It was uh, awesome to see. And, and for, for the guys on the team that remember that, it was none other than Connor Strom that kind of baited that, which is, if anybody knows Connor Strom, knows what kind of a, you know, a, just a crazy dude he is. And so, again, you know, McKenna Sims came in. We ended up, I think, winning the game 15-17. So we oh. barely snuck by with the win. And yeah. so when I'm kind of comparing it to, you know, obviously Idaho State situation, I think regardless of the defense that they play against, they're going to struggle offensively. Yes. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. us or if it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a different team. They are going to struggle, and it's even scarier because we don't let off. No. Well, and, you know, to – they don't have any of the offense or the defensive players on the preseason uh, list. Um, so, you know, that that's not to say that they don't have any good players because they actually yeah. do. Um, you know, their running back has done a pretty good job. He's had 59 attempts with 262 yards. Mm-hmm. They have probably, they have the leading wide receiver in the conference with Xavier Gilroy, uh, 20 receptions with 377 yards and three touchdowns. So, 
they do have some guys. I just don't know how you're going to get it to your wide receiver when you have a third string quarterback. Uh, they're going to have to do. They're going to have to do some trick plays to to keep themselves in this game, kind of like what Portland State did. And you know, it only worked once or or so, once or twice in the Portland State game. Um, and so they, yeah, they got 16 points off of it. But I mean. Um, this is a, a tough year for Idaho State, you know? Yeah. I mean, transitioning from a coach that uh, I think, again, again, he's from Arizona. I think he coached at Chaparral. Like you said, he spent some time at Cal, too. So yeah. it's not to say that, you know, by any means that he's a bad coach. He's just transitioning no. into a new role. And yeah. with a new transition to a new role, you're, you're, you're having to change the culture. You know, yeah. you're having to recruit guys that fit your style of play. It's an extremely tough thing because, obviously – in the world that we live in, it's hard to find players that kind of fit that mold with the transfer portal, with how crazy things are. Obviously, COVID having a lot to do with it, you know, but ultimately, man, I mean, I just, I, I can't see, I can't see them being efficient on offense this week, you know, and I mean, yeah, yeah. that's not to say as that as the years progress, they might develop into, you know, offensive juggernaut. They hired this coach for a reason, you know, but just being able to be on your third string quarterback, uh, there's a reason that your first two guys are out. You know, especially with our defensive line front or even our just our front seven, you yeah. know, Eli, Governor, Todd, you know, Kale, uh, Jake. It doesn't matter who's up there. Those guys exactly. are, you know, through and through. We got death all the way around. And um, it's going to be one of those games where, you know, quarterback better be ready to do some scrambling, you know. Yeah. Well, and and like you know, said, they, they may throw some trick plays our way, but I even I, I still don't see any type of success in those in those types of you know, plays and instances. Well, and you had to go to them like they're running. So there's their third leading rusher was their quarterback and Hunter Hayes. Um, mm-hmm. So they have another running back, Benjamin Oma, Oma Bayou, uh, 19 mm-hmm. attempts, 70 yards, two touchdowns. And he also has some receptions on the, um, the r- wide receiver. So I mean, definitely a guy to kind of look at to see how they mm-hmm. use that guy. But I, I I don't see how they're going to be getting any offense it, if they make it past the 50 um, and even into the red zone would be amazing for them to say that they've done that and accomplish that. Um, I think it's going to, it's going to be a very hard game for them. I, I hope that mm-hmm. no one gets hurt because um, these are the games that you kind of cringe that not to say that they don't mean anything, but because they do, but you don't want to hurt someone where this game, it, it's not going to be close. Right. Um, and so you just kind of wish that, that no one gets hurt and you play, you get your game done, you do what you need to do. You get back and, and, and you go back to work. Um, I think that's, I think that's my kind of my biggest thing. I mean, literally just a safety. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, how, I mean, it's a good thing to be able to say, Hey, we've got some dudes on our team, yeah. you know, but I mean, I could, I can see some bad things happening, you know? So again, I, that's kind of my biggest thing. Just hope that it's a safe game on both sides of the ball yeah. that I'm able, I think, I hope that we're able to, you know, come out of the clean. I do think that offensively on their side, they rely on the run a lot more this week than they ever have before. Simply because you're going with third team quarterback that may not have that experience. Maybe I mean I'm sure you might have the arm, but just the know how, you know, the kind of the specifics. I mean that's going to be the tough just part. Have, I think having the rough patch of not being able to, like, I, I I believe it was in 19 that he was actually active, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, it's been probably a couple of years since he's actually seen some some real time yeah. time game time. So, yeah. And so, again, you know what? I think it's going to be a little bit of a quicker game, too, since they are going to be relying on the run. I think the clock's going to be running a lot faster. So because yeah. of that time of possession. So it might not be the type of scoring that we saw this past week. Uh, but I still think it's going to be an absolute mall. Um, Adam, talk to, talk to us a little bit about their defense. What's their defense look like? Well, you know, their leading tackler in on their defense is their linebacker, uh, Charles Ike, 18 tackles. He's got one sack. Uh, their safety is, is, is their second leading tackler in Quantrill Morris Walker, seven, 16 tackles. Um, and then we've got a, we've got a good cornerback, uh, Josh Alford, 13 tackles, and then defensive line. Their most probably productive guy with the tackles for loss is Spencer Tataffu, uh, five tackles, mm-hmm. five tackles for loss, and two sacks. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, some guys that have been probably, you know, they've got some some good guys. Not to say that they they are to the point where we're at, um, because they are averaging their opponents are averaging 40 plus points against them. Um, 39.3. Like, uh, so it, it it's going to be a hard game for their offense as well. Um, you know, I I think it's going to be pr- a pretty high-scoring game for us just because I think our defense is going to show some muscle too. Um, and so um, I, won't, I won't tell that because I'm ready. I'm winning this week, buddy. I... <laughs> You think so? I hope so, man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I <know. laughs> How are you going to come in super hot, super confident, and then just change your perspective and say, "I, I hope have so. to." I hope, I hope so. I got. I got. Uh, I'm all in. I'm all in. It can't get worse man. than this, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! So I, I literally was telling Alan before the before we kind of hopped on here is that we actually have a pot at work. Um, awesome, man. Um, so what they basically do is that it's a five dollar buy-in, so it's not a big old thing. It's just through a couple coworkers. And what we basically do is that we give uh, total combined points. So offense, defense, we combine the points, and you give you you have two guesses essentially. So obviously, w- what I predicted last week came up to accumulation of fifty-two points. So our first guess was fifty-two. My second guess was sixty-nine. And so last week when we played Portland, guess how much we ended the game with a combined total between both teams of sixty-nine points. So let me just tell you, I am eighty dollars richer. <laughs> I am ready to take on the world, Adam. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so I guess you know what are your predictions, my friend? Unless you have anything more to say about Idaho, Idaho State, what are you looking to see? So that's a good I point. Yeah, things, let's talk about that. I have, I have some things that I I want to see, uh, and what I would like to see more development. So these are just okay. mine. Develop developing more of the offensive line. I want. You know, like like we've said every week, our, our offensive line has, has steadily climbed that ladder. Each and every week, they've gotten better, continually developing that offensive line. Okay? Uh, this game, I don't think is going to be close. I, I just want my line to get developed, but I also want to just give at, at least 15 carries to each running back. 15. 15 carries. Okay. Okay. 15 for Osmo, 15 for Xavier, 15 for Knight, and then you get you give 15 for Isaiah. Really? Run so you want to you, you want to be run heavy this week. Yes. Okay. We this is our last week pretty much to develop our line. That is a lot of carries. You know that, that a right? That's a lot of carries. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that is shoot, I mean maybe potentially, you know, maybe I, uh, and, and is it realistic? No, I know it's not realistic. 
15 carries for all four backs is is, is absurd. <laughs> Do I want that? For 15 for at least three of them? Yeah. I, I think that's more okay. You're gonna you're gonna have to throw the ball. Um mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I would like to see 45 times. That's only 45 mm-hmm. times of running the ball. Um mm-hmm. okay. I see what so, you're talking about. So you know, that, that's guess, what I'm kind uh, of saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. So I think so, uh, when I kind of think about it, um, I, I, you know, I, not 15 carries specifically, but I, I do want to see what we can do on the ground. You know, um, obviously we we've we've had success. Um, obviously we have another opportunity, and I really want to see these guys just take it to them on the ground. See yeah. how dynamic we can be on the ground. Obviously, we know that we have the ability to pass. Um, I'm sure we're going to utilize that in order to, you know, get some points on the board, get the chains moving. But it would be kind of cool to see that offensive line really kind of take helm and just be like, you know what? Up. Don't even worry about passing the ball. Exactly. Uh, let's just just get somebody behind me. It doesn't matter. Throw throw Coach Hawk out there behind us, and we'll yep. we'll get him to we'll bring him to the promised land. See, and I that's think. what I want to see. You don't care who's back there, but like just get behind that line, developing that line, and just run the dang ball. That uh, that will be something really really fun to see. Um, I think defensively, when you kind of think about it, man, I think there's there's no more that I could ask for that's not already being done. You know, okay. on that uh, on that defensive front, uh, I give us ridiculous. I you know, I guess your ridiculous one this week was fifteen. You know, rushes for every single back or attempts. Mine ridiculous one was like ten sacks or something like that. Was it last <laughs> yeah. week or two weeks ago? Just yeah, some crazy. You know? I was so, like, so, what? So I, I don't I don't blame you. So I think uh, I think for the defense, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, yeah. really kind of keep taking that killer mentality. You know, I, I mean, it was cool to see Dawson, you know, obviously get an interception last interception. week. I'd love for him to have another. I love, uh, you know, I honestly, you just want all those guys to get an opportunity, exactly. you know. And yeah. so, again, I don't think there will be a whole lot of pass attempts, but they do take advantage of them and let them know, hey, you cannot pass against us, so yeah. don't even try it. I think just creating that, that early mindset early on, early mentality, yeah. I think it's going to really dictate, you know, how quickly those guys fold over. Because as soon as they realize that they can't pass, they're going to rely on the runs, and then they're going to realize that they can't run, and they're just going to be back to the corner, and that's when you really kind of take it to them. So on the yeah. defensive side, you know, keep doing what you're doing. On the offensive side, you know, again, not necessarily development. I have trust in their offensive line that they're going to be better this week than they were last week. But yeah. I would like to see, you know, a really run-heavy, conscious kind of team this week just to see – just to kind of, you know, test the waters to see what we can do on the ground and how yeah. we match up when it comes to, hey, we got to run the ball, yeah, you know. Those th- those what third and ones, too. those third and ones. That's what you want. That, that, yep. That's where you really kind of start to decipher who you are as an offensive unit. Um, other than that, man, kind of, what am I thinking, man? Well, Shoot. I got I got a couple too. Like you know, yeah, uh, you might totally agree, uh, disagree with this one. Okay, um, I feel that we have not played a full game on both sides of the ball. No, hundred percent. That's a beautiful part of battle, baby. We're just getting started. Exactly. So we have not, in all the games that we've played, we have played two quarters, three quarters, where we have not fully played consistently from one, the start of the game to the end of the game, which is scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can you imagine this team playing a full game? Yeah, I mean, and to the people out there, like, oh, that's so unrealistic. No, it's not unrealistic. That's no. what you shoot for. That's what you exactly. want to do. For I mean, as an athlete, you know, when you go back into, you know, the, the film room, 
that's the expectation. You got to be yeah. perfect on every single rep. Exactly. You know, that's yeah. what they teach us. That's what they coach you, which is why you, you start to produce some really, really efficient movement on the ball, some really kind of, you know, destructive stops on the defensive side, and obviously really successful special teams, you know, yeah. all three phases. The goal is perfection. Will exactly. we ever get there? Never. No. We will never reach nope. there. And that is the beautiful part about it is because we still have so much more to go. And I think uh, just chasing that greatness, you know, it's you versus you. You're not worried about the next team. It's you versus you and what you can produce, what you can do. And I think uh, we're going to see a glimpse of that, um, you know, maybe this week, hopefully. Yeah. And then just get, you know, get the guys out. Like, honestly, mid third, just get all of them out. I could see that, you know, getting middle, you know, I mean, middle of third, like this, if, it's, if it's high, that, if, if it's if it's a blowout, just get them out. Like, just get them yeah. out. You know, I, I can – this could be a game where, depending how it goes, I can see a lot of young guys, you know, kind of getting into the rotation and really kind of starting to develop um, a place of comfort, yeah. you know, when it comes to their specific position. See if, you know, it's kind of – it's, you know, fit for them. Um, so that's a really good point. Obviously, when you think about the whole – grand scheme of things it takes a lot to develop a successful programs it doesn't happen because you have one good recruiting season this yeah. is years and years in the making this was before my time when we started it that brought about this you know this team this yeah. environment this culture that we're kind of you know so excited for it takes a long time and so being able to you know get the, get some of those younger guys that don't have that experience that are still kind of you know growing a little bit those growing yeah. pains get them in the game Get exactly. them in the game. And this would be a great opportunity for them to do it, especially because we're on the road. We aren't at home. It's easy yep. to get excited for 26, you know, record-breaking stadium, you know, 26,000 people screaming your name and screaming, yeah, 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 let's go. But it's hard to do it when you're at a place like Pocatello, Idaho, where they have all of 36 fans there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love so, that. I loved your Twitter. Your Twitter that you did. Oh yeah, oh, there, there was a, there was oh, a dude on Twitter God. trying to say you know <laughs> UM's marketing team trying to develop a logo and all they could do is cursive. And yeah. I literally said, I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Nobody was even mentioning your name. You came out of nowhere. Like, exactly. like you you literally have nothing better to do. You're literally just trying to stir the pot. And then it was even more interesting. I think uh, I forgot who mentioned it, but somebody mentioned that like. Hey, it's kind of funny that like we didn't even start this, but they have Idaho fans, you know, coming and attacking Grizz fans for no reason. Well, we didn't even start this shit. We don't care. Exactly. We don't care. We don't give you guys a thought. I hate to say no. it. You know what I mean? No. We're, we are not the same teams. We're not the same environment. You no. guys will never be in our realm, and we're going to keep it that way for as long as as long as long we're here. I'll take our curses over your little, your little pussycat, so – um, <laughs> Whoa, and, Adam! And, relax. And I, I know, right? And, and I've never seen the side oh, of you. I've never—it's a scary thing. And and our our retro logos are way better than yours, though. But that's beside the point. All right, it's Idaho State, baby. You know, like I said, we're not the same. You know, it's an expectation that we're going to come out with another dominating victory. You know, obviously we're we're super nitpicky because we're super passionate. Everybody can have their own opinions, and if you don't agree with us, let us know. We want to talk exactly. about it. Exactly. You know, if you they can, they can if, come at us, they can come at us. If you guys agree with us, great. That's. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, all that matters is, is that we get a dump. You know, when exactly. you boil it down to what matters to what doesn't matter. You know, and if you feel that way too, then you're fine. We 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 can let bygones be bygones. Give each other a high five and keep it pushing. You know, did but you if see, you feel any differently, go ahead. Did you see Portland State? What they did too. 
No, all I saw was like uh, like one of their like marketing kind of I don't know what they did, but they posted something on Twitter with like the ship is coming to Missoula, and then afterwards like our you know marketing department literally just put like a sinking ship. <laughs> sinking you know? ship, yeah. Well, yeah. they had like a they had like an awesome like cool looking like uh, Viking ship that they put inside, uh, the, yeah, Washington Grizzly, and then <laughs> then ours that was awesome. It's just like the sinking ship. It was it was yeah. Hilarious. I thought it was like awesome. after the game, like somebody from a marketing department put up like it's GIF or GIF, I don't know, but it's one of those like little things, you know, yeah. kind of pixelated, you know, kind of <laughs> animated photos, and it's yep. literally just of a ship, a, sh- a ship just thinking. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, we'll see you next time." Like I thought that <laughs> shit was hilarious. That shit, it was, that awesome. was hilarious. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Cool, man. Every, well, hey, every, they they hate us can they because they ain't us. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, the they're peanut butter and jealous. You got to remember that, Adam. Peanut butter and jealous. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 uh, is that a license by Angel? No. Have you seen the movie This Is the End? That's exactly where I got no, it. No, I haven't. This oh, is the man. End. It's so fun. No, not this. Is, no, that's from a not, – not This Is the End. What's out of the movie? Gosh, I can't remember it. Sorry, guys. We're getting a little bit off track. Um, <laughs> I can't remember it, but it's the one where they go visit North Korea or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, but it, it's a funny-ass movie. So if you guys have a chance to go check it out, it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, but they're they're peanut butter and jealous. So they hate okay. us because they ain't us. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Your week five prediction. I think you – did I give it last time? I gave it last time, so you're up. So I'm up. So I'm thinking, I you know what, I think – I don't see him scoring this weekend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry. It's disrespectful when I mean it. You know, I don't see them scoring anything. If anything, they may get away, you know, early, early on, you know, with maybe a field goal, but it might be a long one that that shouldn't be made, but it's actually made, but I'm still going zero. I'm going zero to 41. 41 to zero. Yep. I have five touchdowns under the books. I got two field goals and I can easily see that going, you know, in, crazy numbers but again the only reason i'm a little skeptical is because i think they're gonna run heavy i think we're gonna you know maybe challenge that too, kind of run heavy um yep. and it might be a little bit of a quicker game yep i i kind of have this it's very close to yours i do think that, that they might get a field goal uh they they have a little bit more kicking uh field goal unit um attempts than us and i believe they're like 50 percent compared to like, i believe like ours is like 40 percent um, I do think that will it'll be forty-eight to three. Forty-eight to three. Yep. Okay, I can live with that. So, so yeah, I've so got to come I'm kicking, back. I, I'm I'm kicking your ass right now. What, what is it? Three to one? Two three, to one? No, actually, three it to is one. three three to zero. Because the first week, that's right. We tied. And yeah, that's right. You're that's on right, three right. weeks of. Uh, not not even like it, it has like the first second week was one point the yeah. third week was seven points and, and last week was more than seven points so it's going the wrong direction angel um <laughs> i've got to get this uh sh- ship back in the right direction i'm like portland state yeah well you know what happened to portland state the ship i do sunk, Sink, so you gotta uh, be careful exactly exactly yeah. well you well, know guys, guys yeah, we appreciate Remember? you guys. You know, uh, make sure to you know rate, review, subscribe. 
um let us know what you guys want to talk about you know if you guys have questions comments concerns you know things that you want to bounce off of reach out to us on instagram at fight on montana um twitter same handle fight on montana um and then again just to kind of put in a little bit plug we join the fcs fans nation network um they are all across uh twitter primarily um but they also have a really really cool youtube setup as well where you get the opportunity to kind of talk to or listen to different podcasters from different schools, you know, all across the FCS. Uh, like I said this before, I'll say it every single week, nothing but good people, um, good vibes, um, and, and good content too. So make sure you guys check us out on there. Um, if you actually want to see live video feedback um, or check out some of the other guys too. Like I said, they exactly. push out some great stuff. And so we'd love for you guys to support, subscribe, and uh, kind of let us know what you guys think. Exactly. Ditto what uh, Angel said. He couldn't say it any better than that, man. Um, and mm-hmm. exactly. But cheer on the Grizz this week. Go support the other uh, sports programs as well. If you're in Missoula, mm-hmm. go support those uh, ladies and men that are uh, striving for perfection. And we'll see you next week. And hopefully we'll mm-hmm. say a big W for, for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll see about that. Go Grizz, baby. Bye, Dom. Um.